You're Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're Eric. And welcome to. Okay. That's it. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey, guys, welcome to The Reform Way. I am Coach Eric Connor here with my panel of hilarious, um, awkward... Um, well informed yeah well informed my possibly handsome in certain days um never thought i'd be happy that you're back peter but I'm happy you're back. <laughs> um, um joined by my partners here uh mr peter pole hello eric hello 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 and mr Corey smith hello hello right. um uh, so we're gonna get a uh, nice fun quick and pretty common topic uh something pretty straightforward we're gonna all kind of delve into it on our own little pieces of it and give some advice but we're talking about hand tearing specifically tearing calluses on your hands if you may not know much about this stuff uh this can happen this in the past for crossfit was for some people kind of like it felt like a rite of passage um uh, we try not to push too hard on that one um just because it does kind of set you back a little bit but it is an interesting thing and most of us have had it um at some time if you've been doing this long enough so again tearing your hands can happen in pull-ups um and other hangings like muscle-ups some people i guess can get it on some barbell cycling or movements of barbells Am I missing anything else? Rings. 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 Anything, yeah. on the, anything on the ring? Anything on the you know, wood? On dumbbell snatch kind of on my thumb. Mm, yeah, yeah. We can get some areas of the dumbbell snatching and stuff like that. Um, but the bar is the big nemesis. The, the hanging. Pull-up bar. Like, yeah. like pull-up pull bar. bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So, so it can happen a lot in those, um, typically from pull-ups or other jolting. Very common in a kipping thing. Um, so how does it happen? Well, the skin tears. Perfect. And that's how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nice. Uh, I mean, the basics of it is like, if you were to look at your hands, you've kind of got um, kind of right below the fingers, there's kind of that row of calluses and those are usually what tears. Um, so usually people kind of put their hands up on the bar and those kind of get bunched up or a lot of weight gets put on them and it's not evenly distributed on the bar. So then they end up kind of pushing and tearing. Usually it's from kind of holding on a little too long or just kind of being on like kind of a hot spot where it's rubbing on that. For gripping a too time. tight? Um, gripping too tight would definitely probably lead to it. I could probably see also like being a little too loose with your grip would cause a lot of movement mm-hmm. too. I think maybe just kind of finding that balance. Do you ever see them? I've seen on people at the gym where they get it in the middle of their hand towards the palm area, mm-hmm. that, that, the lifeline. Yeah. So is that from over... I guess that's over gripping. I don't know how you would get it there, but I've seen it there in a lot of folks. They get it right in the middle. I see it in people who really have like that big gymnastics kind of like hook. False kind of like a, like a knuckles tucked over the bar a little bit more. Yeah. Or your yeah. palm. Cause it pretty much like, like what Corey's saying is it's, it's pretty much just friction right in the hands, right? It's, it's a movement back and forth. Kind of like, let's say you put new shoes on um, and you get a blister, blister on your heel, right? It's, it's cause there's this weird rubbing in an area that's not used to or not adjusted to. Um, and it's essentially when your hands tear, you're pretty much making a blister. So that's why my hands never blister. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Thank you. Didn't take long. Um, but, uh, yeah, different friction kind of moving back and forth, um, causes the blister. Um, and then sometimes that blister pops if you keep going right from lots of grip, right. lots of hanging, lots of rotation. So my, you know, what actually really sucks too. One last thing that I, I've torn my hands. One of the worst tears I've ever had was from uh, excessive kettlebell snatches. 
Oh yeah, because there's so yeah. much rotation right. when that turnover, and I did, it was in a competition, so I just kept holding on to it, and my hand was bleeding all the way down. Anyway, ouch, not fun. Yeah, um, that's another one. It's a very discomforting one. Um, so the main thing is, is that basically it's friction of a metal object, generally in this gym, mm-hmm. uh, against the inside part of your hand at, at the callus point oh, or sometimes callus. in the palm point. Yeah. And yeah. it's a rip. Mm-hmm. It's a I rip. would say probably like it comes with a little bit of experience too of kind of knowing when to like let go before that happens. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, it happens to everybody and yeah. it's just sometimes it's that day where it just does. But I feel like the more you do pull-ups or toes to bar whatever it is you start to kind of feel you're like oh my hands don't feel great it's time to probably like let go mm-hmm. um and you may not have ever done that before so you're like i can still hold on i'll just keep holding on and all of a sudden it feels a little slippery up there and it's because something tore and uh it probably just takes some experience to kind of figure that out for you if you've done it enough too you can start to feel your skin stretching yeah yeah you know, i think you guys all know what i'm talking about and like even where like like if i feel that right away i kind of come down and i'll even open my hand and it like stretches with it you're yeah. like oh crap yeah. Um, yeah, I have noticed too that um, humid days, like when it's raining out, uh, or if it's like just rained and stuff, and we have pull-ups, I guarantee people will tear. Really? And it's just because it's everything's just moist and it's kind of wet, and it's just when you hop up there, your skin's a little bit softer. Um, so that's odd because I would think just the opposite of your skin was more pliable, that it would have less chance of more oils in your skin. You have less chance of right. tearing. Yeah. May not I mean, be able to grip though. Without right. a doubt, on rainy days, people interesting because it's kind of yeah. softer. It just yeah. kind of spreads. You know, like, yeah, it makes like sense. If you had, say if you had a scab, like it might even like kind of move right. easier. Yeah, but it's just not as dry, right? right. Um, so okay, so we have an idea of how they happen. Uh, so treating them, there's a few different things. Even too one one thing that comes to my mind right away: hand just, sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Um, one thing that comes to my mind right away, even is uh, when I was just talking about the blister, right? How it is pretty much a blister. A lot of times if I do get some and I know when they're coming or something, I can kind of stop going crazy on it so it doesn't burst while I'm working out. Um, but then you get the, you know, the blister on your hand or wherever it is. Um, it's definitely necessary to drain it. Um, it's going to be dead skin at the top, but just get a little poke and then it drains out. Um, and then first and foremost, typically washing the hands. It stings like a mofo, even if you don't do the hand yeah. sanitizer. <laughs> um, and that's the first, that's the main kind of pain typically. But washing the hands first, um, and then other thoughts, what have you guys done for Well, there? when it tears, what's, yeah. your, what's, your, what's your guys' preventable? Once it's, to, you know, it usually tears a little mm-hmm. bit. You get that. Yeah, mic- get the flap. Yeah. yeah. I know what I do, but what, what is the prescribed methodology, <laughs> Corey, that you should do? I don't know if it'd, you call it prescribed, but <laughs> when I get a tear, usually there's kind of that little flap of skin. So I try to like get that off, whether it's cutting off or kind of pull it off. Um, and then what I do is, is I'll put, just because I have it with me is like either chapstick or like you could use like Neosporin or Aquaphor mm-hmm. or something like that. Because um, when it starts to heal, that like skin underneath is really thin. And when it dries out, it cracks again. So every time oh. you open your hand, it like cracks open and cracks open. It gets super annoying. Um, it takes forever to heal. So if you put like chapstick or something on it, it just keeps it kind of moist so it won't like pull open again. Um, that's probably the fastest way to heal something is just so basically remove the dead skin and then put a topical on it as it in the healing yeah. process, keep it clean. Yeah. So usually like a few things that I like to say too, similar on, on Corey's point, um, triple antibiotic or, or like a Neosporin huge. Um, I like to used to live on that stuff just mm-hmm. all the time, but, um, washing it, that stuff on it, usually cover it with a bandaid during the day. That's what I tell people just so crap doesn't get in it and hit it and push on it. So you have that extra layer. Usually what I'll do is I'll actually, if there is a flap, uh, one, I've done it, and two, I've actually heard that it might be a little bit better to keep that flap there for a couple of days. Oh, interesting. Um, one, I've heard that it helps the skin underneath it 
heal quicker. That's what I've heard. Who knows if it's right. Um, and then two, uh, it almost is like an extra layer again. Like a band-aid. Right. So it is dead skin, so it's not anything, but it, it is just like another layer just in case. And usually, um, like what I'll tell people is like at night when you're not going to get crap in it, is to maybe put some more Neosporin on it, but you can take the band-aid off. So at least it can basic dry, like natural kind of mm-hmm. heal. But then during the day, like having it covered and having it moist. And I mean, too, like if you come back into the gym after, like you're going to have to cover it whenever you're working out. Obviously, you wouldn't want to have like that bare skin on like a barbell. Um, It's kind of an annoying place to cover up, though, Um, to Mm -hmm. tape it. It's kind of like there's no real good kind of anchor point to kind of keep something from sliding around. Um, Some people do just tape kind of like around like Like a boxer hand. Yeah. And it always like without a doubt will peel up or down a bunch or whatever. Um, some people like they'll come in with some gloves the next day and that's actually a great one. Cause it kind of keeps everything covered. If you do have a band aid, you can mm-hmm. keep some Neospore in there. Um, but yeah, covering it up when you come back in the gym is definitely important cause you want to keep it clean and not let anything yeah, bacteria you're in your hands for every, I, yeah. virtually everything in here. Yeah. A lot of stuff for a box jump. If you usually do it and take care of it correctly from the start after a couple yeah. of days, you're it still healing, quick. but you're, you're pretty much fine gripping anything then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that how you treat it, Pete? What do you do for yours? Well, you know, I haven't had one for such a long time. Yeah. Uh, I usually cut it off, but okay. it's been so long since I've had one. Good. Um, cause I use a, well, we'll talk about next. So yeah. I, I, I'm just, I, I guess what you're both saying is pretty much the common ground. Mm-hmm. You know, you either take us, take the dead skin off mm-hmm. and then you treat it. Yeah. First of all, you, like you said, the main thing that everybody should do is wash it right really, away. and then yeah. dry it really good. Mm-hmm. And then either put a, uh, some kind of really neosporin is mostly Vaseline anyway. So it's a Vaseline with an antibiotic mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. So, or, yeah. so you do that or you, even the chapstick, that's actually, if you just had one, that's a good idea too. Yeah. I, just, I always have it in my pocket. Yeah. So I just kind of get a little bit and like, is that why your lips there. are so nice and voluptuous. I, I thought so. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, um, yeah, so that's good there. And then lastly, I guess, um, we just want to kind of go into preventing, right. preventing it. Right. So how are some ways we can stay away from it? We've talked briefly about feeling it. Uh, and knowing when it's starting to come on, that takes probably some experience of that, of what a feeling of a stretch is like or, or things there. Peter, you were talking a little bit about how some of the, something holding certain things might. Or I think grip gripping. is really important as far right. as preventing it. And right. I've, um, I've been, ca- I've been chastised at, at other gyms for this, uh, not here, mm-hmm. um, because is I use almost like a false grip, not a false grip, but almost like a hook grip. And so a hook grip like with your thumb over the bar. No, no. Bar. I mean, I don't know how to describe it like this. Oh, you mean like you're into your fingers. finger. You're like hanging right. from yeah. your fingertips right. like a rock climber right. idea. Okay. And then when I go up and I find that my hands are fatiguing or I can feel it, I'm actually just kind of on my pull up. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of move my hands a little bit. And then I know that's not kosher, but that keeps my hands from blistering. So I never, I, you know, I, I, knock on wood, I do. That's my number one. Number two is that. Uh, when you get to be my age, you do have a tendency to put uh, lotion on your skin. Oh, so yeah. when you do that, it's, I'm actually moisturizing my hands. Yeah. So my hands are always totally moisturized. And the third thing is that I don't use chalk. I just dry my hands and I wear sweatbands because mm-hmm. I think chalk, for me, it makes them just too dry. Well, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So. And then that too dry makes them stick. Yeah. So There's more friction on the bar. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, There's such a thing as too much chalk for anyone listening. Don't use chalk. All any chalk. You just don't want to get on the floor either. Any chalk. The floor on the floor makes we me uncomfortable. We just lost Sue. We lost Jeff. I can't <laughs> sleep at night when I know there's been chalk on my floor. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like um, even chalk does really enhance tears, right? It makes it sense. Makes it much it easier dries to tear. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the uh, and then 
other thing other thoughts to uh prevent core i mean i would say any like aside from using like a some type of aid it would be kind of how peter said is just adjusting your grip um, instead of kind of having like a high pressure spot, if you Death can kind grip. of distribute yeah. the weight equally on your hands, mm-hmm. that'll kind of smooth that out to where you have less chance of it. Um, but if you were wanting to use something like gloves or gymnastics grips are super common now, super easy to find. Um, you'll see people have those and that kind of helps protect the layer. Mm-hmm. But I've always found that like grips are really hard to hold on to the bar with, at right. least with me is like, um, it has that extra layer where it's kind of hard to you know stay on the bar. So I'd rather not use them and just kind of know when my hands are kind of feeling a little tired and kind of let go. So that's, yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is learning yourself as two sets. One efficiency of movement is huge because mm-hmm. inefficiency, let's say in a kip leads to a lot more jolting, a lot more like not rotation, but like more force forward, a lot more force backward, a lot more grip time on the bar. Um, so that's one, if you can kind of get that down a little bit where you're getting more power from your hips and then you're driving your pull, but not would you say like a butterfly would be even less. It's typically less than like a traditional kit because it's not stopping the momentum back and forth. Um, and you can probably get bigger reps done in less time. So you're not having as much time under tension. Um, like, but even if I'm doing like, like I'm pretty comfortable at pull-ups and butterfly techniques are strict or whatever. But like if I were going to a hundred, just because I can do 50 doesn't mean I should hang on and do 50. I'd probably do them in smaller sets so I can manage my grip and manage the mm-hmm. fatigue there um, and and make it all the way through to not tear rather than just tearing 30 reps in and be screwed, yeah. right? So it's just kind of learning where you might be at with those and staying under that red line so that it's not completely falling apart. Then your technique starts falling apart. Then your your force starts going worse in your hands and all that kind of stuff. So I'd say movement awareness um i think that also that i think you're we're all there's also some people just have propensity to tear it just it is you know we can do all you do all the right things but there's certain people that need to wear the gloves or need to wear grips and are need to whatever they need to do to to minimize that area that's now become also i'll tell you another thing is that uh and i know parker does this a lot is they sand their calluses Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. that's another one is treating your hands right and so calluses build up right because they're just like protecting because you're gripping a lot yeah there's like pumice stones there's like little ones that are like in like a pedicure kind of tool thing where it's like a filer but it has like a blade where you can go over and file those off i'll usually do those if they get big um, because if not if your calluses are too big you start to grip Catch. it'll bunch up yeah. and it'll start to pull your skin more yeah. and tear so I yeah. actually um i keep like a really coarse like nail file like almost like mm-hmm. a pumice stone in my car so mm-hmm. when i'm stuck in traffic i just sit there and like and it's like a good way to do it whenever i'm just killing some time perfect that's how Corey uh, spends his free time. I was going to say, so if you ever <laughs> see that, me, this girl that is not his chapstick going. Yeah. Long walks on the beach. Got chapstick and, and nail files just in my car. Just do, do, do. <laughs> Sweet. Well, um, hope you guys got some some good stuff out of that. Um, just kind of how to treat it. How to and if you it. do rip on the bar, what's the next thing we have to tell them? Clean Make the sure bar. you clean the bar. Sanitize the bar. <laughs> Steward. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.